Welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. I'm Ian here in Salt Lake City, Utah, lifelong learner with a passion about communication technology and finding my zen. And with me as always... I'm Angela. I am a student and purveyor of life. Had many careers over the years from training coach... To big box manager, too. Big box too. manager. That gave me the most life skills I have ever gained. And currently, I'm a stay-at-home mom and grandma. And I'm going to be a future college student real soon here. College is a big thing, both to me and you. It is. And uh, I'm excited for you to join. <laughs> to join the fun. <laughs> yeah, that way I'm not alone Welcome in this. Welcome to the so party, right? Today we're going to be talking about acceptance. Yeah, this one's a good one. And like it's one. it's funny how we always kind of link into things and go, mm -hmm. oh yeah. And the more research we do, the more we link back to what we have discussed exactly. and come up with ideas for the future. Yeah, and we like it. It's fun. Starting off with a quote. Okay. From our good friend Mark Twain. Great. We like Mark. A man cannot be comfortable without his own approval. That's true. So when it comes to approval and acceptance, uh, you came up with, they're really different terms. They are. I, I'd say let's go with acceptance, agreeing, and approval. Okay. I think there's three different variables there. The light just went on for Ian. Yes, it did. I had a brilliant <laughs> idea. Because you accept somebody or something. Let's start out with the definition of acceptance. Okay. What's acceptance to you, Ian? It's funny because I was going to ask you the same thing, but ah. when it comes to acceptance, acceptance means that I'm not necessarily okay with what has gone on. To me, that's more of an agreement part, but acceptance mm -hmm. is, it is what it is. No, yeah. I, That's such a cliche that's used a lot. It is, but it's, it works. I, it is a cliche that works. However, I mean, that's my opinion on that race and I use it way too often. I, I think we all do. When when I think of accepting, uh, as I mentioned, two two categories. One, mm -hmm. accepting yourself, which you I think to. is crucial. Mm -hmm. And we'll we'll talk about that here in a minute. Yeah. But also accepting others. And it's kind of that first you have to know thyself. Yes. And once you're comfortable with that, I relate to family members that know I'm gay. And yeah. I have some that have accepted it. They're like, you know what? You are gay, but it's not who you are. It's not what you are. It's just a small part of you. Right. And that's good. They can accept me. They don't necessarily have to agree with it. Right. Just as there's things about their lives that I probably do not agree with. True in almost any relationship. Absolutely. From I'm talking spouse, partner, kid. Friendships. Parent, friendships, peers, you name it. There's going to be certain parts of them that you don't necessarily agree with, you don't necessarily approve of, but you can accept it because you accept them. I think that comes with being mature. Yeah. Going through life. I know I am far more accepting of people and their flaws mm -hmm. than I was 10 years ago I versus 20 years ago. I feel like I'm on that page with you. I think a lot of that also comes from upbringing and yeah there's a lot to that yeah in you know nature versus nurture mm -hmm. type mentality on there when it comes to acceptance mm -hmm. uh, i i really am in the camp of you have to accept yourself and be comfortable with yourself mm -hmm. yeah i agree with and that. i think not only do you have to accept but you have to agree with your lifestyle you do your choices and what you're doing you do, and we can tie that ba back to being honest with yourself. Yes. Being your authentic self. And if you are coming into conflict with the way you are, mm -hmm. the way you act, what you're doing, 
obviously there's there's something that you've got to discover there about is. yourself. There is. And that is something when we listen to others and try to accept them, we learn a lot about ourselves. I, I, I feel hundred percent. I, I feel like when I'll I'll give this example. I was gonna go into this later. When my mom passed away last year, we were not in a good place and I've spoken about this before. She did not agree with me on religion, lifestyle that I chose to live, a member of my family who is gay also, and her choices. It's been a really, really hard journey for me because they truly did not accept me for who I was. And that created quite a divide between us and to the point where we didn't talk. Since my mom has passed away, Maybe there's some maturity, maybe there's some self-reflection that comes from that. But my dad has come to me and said, you know, Angie, I don't agree with your lifestyle. I don't necessarily approve of some of the things you do, but I can accept you because I love you and I want you in my life. And to me, those very words, in fact, I wrote them down and marked when he said them to me because I go back and look at them when I'm struggling with how things happened in the past and how our relationship was in the past. And I go back and I look at those, and it's so freeing to me to know that we have come to that place. It's a journey. It is a journey. That you had to go through. And it's unfortunate the circumstances that prompted it. It is. It is. But the end result has been better. It has. I feel like I relate to my dad on a level I've never before related to him on. And again, he does not agree with all of my lifestyle, and he does not agree with or approve of everything, but he accepts it. And to me, that was all I needed to hear. As, as you've gone through that, and, and I've experienced similar things with friends that I have, mm-hmm. I don't agree with all their life choices. No. <laughs> There's some that you're just like, how have you not learned? <laughs> but I, I love and accept them as they are. Right. In the past, I have been very quick to push people out the door where it's like, eh, I think you're stupid, Bye. Yeah. And oh, we looking all back, I've had to go back and mend some fences that way because there are just inherently some friendships that I really value. Mm-hmm. And looking back, we have been there for each other. And in, that's in, important. In difficult circumstances. And that's important, yes. I, my hope is that by going through this and looking at it, I know I'm in a better place to do that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's to say I'm sorry, whether that is to me just... Being to a point where it's like, you know, I hope you accept my apology or, you know, this is what I was struggling with. I know you're going to do that. And if you're going to do that, that's your choice. But I'm going to continue to be there for you no matter what. And I think you touched on something there where hope you agree to accept my apology. Accepting your apology doesn't mean you approve of what happened or how it happened or anything else. Just that you accept that they're making an effort and you're accepting that they are trying hard and they're trying to make things better. I mean, I think, I I feel like I'm going to point that out a lot, the difference between accepting and approval. It's key to this. It is. It's huge. I think back to family members that I have. There are some that are like, you know what? You're no different than you were before I knew you were gay. Or I don't want people to think that's the only aspect to me. It's not. It's just, it is a big sticking point for a lot of my family members because they are of particular faiths Mm -hmm. that do not approve of being gay. Yeah. And I think that's in my life too. There's a religious aspect to 
how people relate to me in my life and where I am with my religious journey versus where they are. And they do use it as a judgment. And please, not bashing religion here. This is just accepting that people are different. There's tons of quotes out there, right? Oh, there are. That <laughs> came across them. Amazing. A lot of them come from different scriptures mm-hmm. that are available to the various religions mm-hmm. of you're just supposed to love other people. Yeah. Accept them for who they are, their faults, all of it. And again, there's that word again, acceptance. Acceptance, yeah. And it's not saying you have to approve or condone their actions. You don't. I think in my family, another big sticking point was um, I drink alcohol. Yep. You and I both drink alcohol. What, Ian? Come <laughs> as, on. As you're staring this at my brand new wine rack. Because I had a lot of family members for a long time that shunned me. Mm-hmm. And and I have an aunt. She was kind of the black sheep of her generation. Her and I were always very close. And she came back to me and she's like, I feel so bad because you drink because I, I showed you drinking. And I was like, <laughs> I saw you drink, but I'm like, that was a personal choice of my own. Now, I've been in phases in my life where I drink way too much. Uh-huh. Yeah. And wow. I'm not that way anymore. I will have one maybe once a month. I I joke that I drink a lot more than I really do because people kind of expect it out of me. Yeah. A, I'm too busy. (laughs) B, I'm older. I don't recover like I used to. Oh, there's something to be said for getting old. (sighs) I have certain members of my family that are like, you can do that if you want. I'm just not going to. Right. Acceptance, not agreement. Again, and I honestly think that that's a good portion of where my dad's acceptance. He said, Ange, I need you and your family to be who you are and just know I accept you guys for who you are. Now, I know they listen to this, so, you know, I don't think this is new information. And if if it is, call me. Don't get mad at me. Just call me. We'll talk about it. But I used to hide it from them. Mm -hmm. When they came to my house, I'd pull all the beers out of my fridge. I would put the alcohol away, not have it out in plain sight where people could see it. And... Honestly, every time they came over, it became stressful. It oh, was yeah. just like, I I don't I want to go through this every time they come over. And now it's not that way. It, it's where you prayed that they wouldn't come over, <laughs> yes. that something would come up, that well, something would impede it. I've been there. Right. And uh, I mean, I respect them and accept what they need enough to know that I'm not going to drink in front of them when they come to my house. I need them to know that if they open my fridge and they see alcohol there that that's just me and Mm -hmm. I choose to drink on occasion and I can still be a responsible person and parent because just because I drink doesn't make me not so. I know there are some people that really struggle and and alcohol is their demon. uh, It is. And I know, I know actually several people that have been through it. And I have a lot of family members that have said, well, the reason I don't drink, I I had a grandfather uh, that's passed, but he, uh, he was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. horrible alcoholic, and it caused a lot of rifts in his life. And a lot of my family members are like, well, I wouldn't even try because I'm afraid that that would be something that would happen to me. Yeah, and I can see that. And possibly, I, there's a lot about addiction I know we still don't know. Well, there is. But this actually kind of pulls into that topic of you need people to accept you. They don't mm-hmm. have to agree with behaviors, no. but... They need to accept you. And it's amazing when you especially, we, we keep jumping back between self and others, but let's let's talk about the self journey. Yeah. Because we've known each other long enough where we've gone through 
different phases of this journey. Huge, yeah. And I, I think you and I are far more comfortable in our own skin than we were. Oh, we definitely are. <laughs> way back when. Whether that is, again, maturity, age, self-discovery. Well, I, I chalk it up above. to a little bit of every bit of that. Both of us have definitely have a different mindset than when we first met as Huge. people. And I think that's helped us evolve our friendship and our other relationships. I see it in, there's been a lot of people that have kind of come into our lives and gone out. Mm -hmm. and, and there's quite a, a few of those. To look at back. <laughs> and I'm like, did I, did I get rid of them because I wasn't accepting of them? Or, and a large part of it was there were just certain key behaviors that I found mm -hmm. to be dishonest. Right. And there's certain things that I will accept you as a person that's great. I will still talk to you. Mm -hmm. But I'm, there, there's going to be a boundary where you're not going to get to cross the threshold. Correct. Which, you know, going back to, we talked about personal boundaries and how important those are in our lives. Uh, this all builds on each other a little bit. It's it's funny how it weaves in and out. It does. And you and I, as we sit down and kind of plan things out and look at things, the problem is there's too many topics we want to talk about there a lot are. of the time. You should see our list. And it grows every week. <laughs> it grows week. every week because... We're like, well, we just talked about this. Well, now we need to touch on this, and now we need to touch on this, and, and brings up a discussion between us, which helps us decide what we're going to discuss and with I, you guys. I like the fabric that you know we're making out of these topics that are becoming our show Yeah, as well. Yeah, and we like that. Started with the Mark Twain quote, uh, agreeing. To a degree, you have to agree with yourself, but what are, what are three things, if you had to go back over, let's say, 10 years? Okay. So we, we've known each other Longer than that. Yeah, but we have. Going back over 10 years, what are three things that you've had to learn to accept about yourself that you weren't okay with? Uh, about myself? Huh. I am not the party, go out, hang out at the club social person. And when we met, that's who I was. Both of us were. We were. I'm not that person. I'm a stay at home, sit on my couch, have a drink, watch TV, hang out on my deck. Listen to music. Text Ian. Listen to music. <laughs> we both do, yes. Uh, Saturday afternoons are some of our favorite days <sighs> of the week anymore. Bash music is the best part of Saturday. As we go through this, there are certain things that we still like. It's just we really became, I think, more honest about right. we'll enjoy a nice cocktail now and then. Mm -hmm. I'll listen to music. I love to just sit there and have that. Mm -hmm. I love that I don't have to go to a club to hear it. Yeah, I'm there with you. Um, and that was a large part of our relationship when we first met. Mm -hmm. It was going out together and doing this and jumping from this to this to this to this. And honestly, it got really exhausting. It did, for very me. quickly. And I don't think I shared that at the time, how exhausting that was for me. It's like I started just making excuses. Sundays were full days of recovery. Oh, my gosh. It was full day of recovery. And it was just like on Thursday, I would start to be like, I just have got to think of a reason why I can't go. I well, that, go. it's like, <laughs> can I summon the energy to do this? Exactly. And then Friday, it was like, well, I really like my friends. I, I want to be there. Go. Yeah. So I think that's one big one Okay. with us. Um, let's see. I guess another one for me would be that I am getting older and that's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be like, I felt like I had to be this young, energetic, go get them kind of a person where... I'm actually happy with where I'm at in life. Yeah, I'm 50 years old, but you know what? I like 50. I, don't I have think, zero problem with it. I don't think age is the big number. No, um, it's that not. It, that it used to be. I I would you know was listening to our friends over at Radio Ronin, and they were talking about age. They did recently, and I remember my my father turning 30 and my mother, and I mean it was mm -hmm. the 
my dad, my God, my mom put a coffin <laughs> on our front steps and the black balloons and the signage and everything at 30 and life was over. You were over the hill. Oh, you yeah. were done. I remember up until I turned 30, I was dreading 29 to 30. It was probably one of the most miserable years of my life. Yeah, oh, me too. I think I, I'm watching my kids go through that, so I feel it <laughs> right and now. funny thing was I woke up on my 30th birthday and went, eh. I'm 30. Nothing's different. No different. <laughs> No. And actually, I think my 30s were some of my better years. I enjoyed them far more than I did my 20s, actually. And see, you're just entering your 40s. But I'm going to be honest with you, my 40s were my favorite years. And, and it, I never thought I'd say that. Funny is, 30s and 40s, I'm not seeing much difference. No, So I think not. it's just going to be a continuation. When I turned 40, I... <laughs> jumped with my friends. I was like, well, I got up, I went to the doctor and got a physical. <laughs> I did this, this, I made myself dinner and the day was over. Oh, oh, and I think I went and saw a movie if I remember right. Yeah. So I was like, it was like any other day. Well, you know, I, I, I really threatened Chris about no surprise parties. No, when I turned 50, I just wanted a quiet day in with the family and that's what I got. And it was great. I wouldn't have celebrated any differently. Um, I think our perspectives on age have changed they, greatly as we've gone through that. Oh, it's true. It's true. So as we we have become more comfortable with ourselves, mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll let you off the hook with the third one. Oh, Because I good. see you looking at me like, don't make me do a third. Um, <laughs> I just might get a little more personal than I want to. Well, with, you know, with mine, I'm going to throw out my education. My education is far more important to me now than it has been previous in my yes, life. Yes, I've seen About that. four years ago... We were acquired by another company um, at, at my day job. And to move up the ladder, they made it very clear that you have to have a degree. And it's something I've always kind of been like, eh, it would be nice. Actually, I have a friend uh, that, that you know, Lacey, that I've known for a long time too. And she has always been, you need to go to school. You need to go to school. And I was like, fine. Part of it was to appease her because her elbows are sharp. Uh, the other part was I was like, well, I do want to continue to progress in my career and as I've gone through this, and I've mentioned before, I, I really have changed my perspective of I'm going to get maximum benefit out of this time because it's a lot of work. I find I can talk about things and I relate things a lot better than I used to. So I appreciate it a lot more now. It's a bigger priority to me. And that's, and I've seen that in you. When yes. you, <laughs> when, you know, when you talk about it, it makes me very happy. I'm like the, the higher education bully at work. Everybody knows if they have questions about like our tuition reimbursement program or getting into schools mm -hmm. or how to make things work, HR actually sends people to me. And that's great. <laughs> and they're like, no, you want to know about this? Go talk to him. <laughs> Go talk and to Ian. He's passionate about it. I, I love it. I mean, I, I actually kind of see myself at a point where eventually I'm probably going to pivot and just focus exclusively in my job towards higher education because I do feel that strongly about it. And that's great. I think that's an awesome goal for you. And I have seen the changes in you because of it. And we, you know, we share a love of the same school, so. We do. It's true. In fact, I may or may not be wearing a hat and shirt from that school Always. right now. <laughs> what I would say is when you get to the point in your self journey. Yes. Of being accepting of who you are. Um, to me, and I actually wrote this down because this was a personal reflection, nothing mm -hmm. I found. It means that um, I have decided and that my life choices are mine. They are mine to make. They are mine to choose, and I choose to live them and be honest with myself. And once I'm there, I accept who I am. Once you've done that, mm -hmm. once 
you have made that jump to I'm comfortable, I'm okay, I accept myself. Mm-hmm. I, I I always kind of go back to RuPaul <laughs> uh, with this because RuPaul is notorious for saying, mm-hmm. you know, if, how, how the hell are you going to love anybody else if you don't love yourself first? Exactly, and then, true. I don't know the exact quote off the top of my head. I always screwed up when I bring <laughs> it up on here, but it's really true. You have to love yourself and it's going to make everything else easier where everybody else is concerned. It does. It does. I am. I think it's because you become secure, so much more secure in that. And as you become secure, you can go ahead and make that jump for others. I think in the past, it was more of a, whatever they're doing is going to reflect on me. Yeah, exactly. It has nothing to do, what, what they do really has nothing to do with you. It doesn't. And when you say that, that, that sparked something else in my relationship with my my dad. I feel like he felt like my life choices reflected on him mm-hmm. and that he wasn't a good parent. He didn't guide me correctly. He went wrong somewhere. I did air quotes I, on I that. I think as a, a parent, you probably understand that mm-hmm. to a degree. I do. I do. But I also think you've come to the conclusion that he's arrived at a lot sooner with your kids. I have, but that's part of the life journey too, is where I'm at and probably because of my interactions with my dad. I came to that conclusion a little sooner. I'm not saying my dad was wrong for feeling that way. I'm just saying I'm glad he saw that it isn't a reflection of him. It's actually a reflection of me being strong enough to be me. And he has said that too. And just like he's had to accept that I am who I am, I've had to accept that he has a problem with some things in my life and that's okay. I don't, we don't have to agree on everything. At the end of the day, I think, okay, you, you have that. I, I'm going to struggle with this. Mm-hmm. You do. But I'm, I care enough about the other person that I'm going to stay engaged. Exactly. And it's, I, I have friends that I know just kind of roll their eyes at me sometimes <laughs> and go, <sighs> but that's, the funny thing is I've heard more over the last couple of years. Well, well, that's Ian. Yeah. And that, that's, <laughs> that's true. I say that. I, I have to laugh. My uh, the vice president of our, our division when she first took over, because it's, I mean, she's pretty high up on the totem pole and I have to interact mm-hmm. with her on a lot of the things that I do. Uh, the first couple of meetings, I was very uncomfortable because it's like, Oh God, what do I say? How do I <laughs> act? And then I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be who I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And if she likes it, great. If she doesn't, she doesn't have I, to have me back. I can't, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, I would rather be damned for who I am than damned for who I'm not. And yeah, and that's huge too, that, that saying right there. And that's you, once you're you, you you're okay with being you and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what interaction that is with I other people. I think other people become, it becomes easier for them to accept you because they know yep. you're genuine and you're you. Yep. And there we go back to being your authentic self. When, when we begin the process of accepting ourselves and others, mm-hmm. this can go both ways. A lot of things can happen out of that, in my opinion. And these are just, again, my, my, this is my takeaways from life. There can be a little bit of tension when you're starting to be like that because it's a little uncomfortable. It's a little... For both sides of both the Both sides. And I think, however, when you truly love someone, you becomes easier to accept them for who they are. Because you know that no matter what, you want them in your life. Mm-hmm. And you need them in your life. You have decided that they are a person you are not setting certain boundaries with. 
But that means accepting them for who they are too. And that's hard to do. Sometimes reversing roles helps with that a little bit. Be aware of what you're thinking, Mm -hmm. but not giving into the judgment. Correct. And that right there, you nailed it. I have a friend that she, she historically has made terrible choices in men. (laughs) Like it's funny because she just come to me and and half the time she would hide her relationships from me because <laughs> she was afraid of what I would say. She knew I was going to be brutally honest about it and be like, this is good or that. Mm. Mm. And I found that over the years she would purposely hide things. She knew you know, the red flags, right? Yeah. She'd hide oh, yeah. the red flags because she knew as soon as I even got a whiff of one, I'd be like, oh, that's oh, a problem. Yep. And she didn't want that. Yeah. Be gone. I loved her. I accepted her. I was always there for her. And it's funny because she always comes back and goes, you're, you're one of my best friends because I know no matter what, you're going to be there for me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I will. I, I, but I'll, I'll call you on it. <laughs> I understand. I, I'm going to call you out. I'm going to tell you, you know. I think that's why you and I get along so well, Ian, because <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I've told him that in past relationships. He's had, I've been like, mm, I don't think so. And he you, you've kind of been a little. What, well, everybody. What I do th- you mean? <laughs> I think that's a defense we all have. We all it's have. like. But it's those blinders. It is. We And we have them daily, weekly, monthly, you name it, we have blinders. Anymore, I know my tolerance for red flags has also gone way down. I, I f- feel like I'm allergic to them at this point. <laughs> uh, maybe too much. I, I have people that are like, well, why don't you go out with this person? I'm like, nope, that's a red flag. Yeah, and no, they're, I'm good. They're, they're like, but, and I'm like, no. <laughs> no. And no. that's fine. And, and you know, maybe, maybe that's just being me really set my ways <laughs> and I sound like a 90-year-old. I'm not saying don't show interest in people, but there's right. there's certain things where I've said I would be a friend with them. Mm-hmm. I will have them as acquaintance, but that to me is not relationship material. Right. And that's okay. Well, you're just giving nobody a chance. And I'm like, it's not that I'm giving them a chance. They can be my friend and I am okay. I'm great with friends. People, I think they're, they're interesting. They're funny people. Mm-hmm. They're not for me because I see certain things where I'm like, yeah, I just... There's certain things I don't want to let into my life. My my life, I feel like my life's good where it's at. That's that's great. That's great that you're there. I'm kind of there. I'm still a few little personal struggles mm-hmm. of accepting me for me. This is a tough one. This is. It's. I apologize. I fumbled there a little bit, but that just shows you we're being real. No script here. Just us. I constantly question how people perceive me because I am finally being true to me and this is a daily struggle for me that I have not accepted yet. That if they don't like me and they don't accept me, it's okay. I am still in that, okay, I've finally reached this point where I'm true to myself, but people, they don't like me. Oh my gosh, look how she responded to me. Or look how he responded to me. Oh my gosh, they don't like me because I'm being me. And then I have to stop myself and I have to stop that train of thought. And I have to say, no, I have to accept this is who I want to be. And I have to put that out there and go for it. Just go with it. Pressure for social acceptance is a big thing. It is huge. I can't say enough. And I mean, I think anymore though, you know, who's going to be, again, there's that word accepting of you. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to be genuine. You're Mm -hmm. going to have people that go, you know what? That's awesome. I find those are the people you want to have in your life, no matter what. You do. And I'm lucky I have people in my life like that. I am. I think there's a lot of people that unfortunately don't. They don't. You're right. Excuse and it me. makes makes me kind of scratch my head sometimes of I'm like, you see teetering back towards self-acceptance mm-hmm. of, are you going to be okay if there's some people that fall out that 
are just there because you're fitting a certain persona mm-hmm. versus yep. who you really are. Yes. There's a lot of truth to that. And I I can think of a few people where I see them constantly sharing things with me where they're like, I'm miserable about this. I hate this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go on this trip. I don't want to go do this with my friends. And I'm like, then don't. <laughs> don't. I mean, <laughs> you well, sound like then, me. <laughs> then they're not going to talk to me. You know what? Then maybe you're better off. Mm-hmm. I, I hate being alone. And I'm like, okay, no. then expand your circle. Look for other people. Right. I'm kind of there on social media. I'm going to kind of take a little segue here. Um, I, you know how political I like to get on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. I've kind of gone away from that simply because, not because I'm afraid to show who I am, but simply because it just creates dev- devices. But I need people to understand that I can accept that you don't believe the same things as me and I'll mm-hmm. still like you. I'll still want to be in your life. I'll still agree to disagree. I don't necessarily agree with your statements or this, but you can argue with me. That's fine. When when you go into the realm of you're aware of what you're thinking, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they're aware of what they're thinking. Correct. And you're getting to that point where you're using social media purely to be social, which Mm -hmm. is what it's designed for, but you're not passing judgment. Right. And And uh, it's an odd space to be in. It is. And unfortunately... That's where those discussions go most of the time. And this, we're not going off on a social media. It's crazy how it devolves so quickly. It is. I've actually had to delete several posts over the last couple of weeks that I posted something funny and instantly people took it political. Instantly. So I just deleted it versus dealing with it. And actually, one of them is one of my dearest friends from high school. He knows who he is. He texted me right after I deleted it and said, I apologize. I know you probably deleted that because of where I went with it. And me and him had the best discussion I think we have had in years, where we just both agreed to disagree. Mm-hmm. We're not going to jump on each other's posts and argue with each other. We're just going to say, okay, I respect what you're saying. I I disagree, but let's agree to disagree and move on. And I feel like it kind of fit right into where we're at with accepting. He accepts me for who I am. I accept him for who he is. We do not and will not ever agree politically, ever, in this lifetime. But he accepts me for me. I accept him for him. And we are in a great new space. And I like it. By by doing that, I... Uh, adulting. You know, let's call it adulting. <laughs> Isn't it fun? But you're finding positives in each other rather than looking right. at the negatives. Right. And that is... It's scary how tough that really is. It really is a tough one. I'm with you where there's a lot of things I used to... There, there's a few things I go on and I cringe at and I'm like, oh, what did I put? I mean, I, yeah, was, me just, too. <laughs> I was looking to just, you know, knock the beehive down, mm. kick the crap out of it <laughs> and, and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I remember I used to go back and I'd also, anybody that would be contrary to that, oh, I would go and change the privacy on the post or something <laughs> so they wouldn't see it. Yeah. Oh, I think we've all been there, Ian. Anymore, I look back and those, those are some things where I've gone back and I've actually gotten rid of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? This didn't serve much of a purpose back then. Yeah, and I'm there. Do I agree with it still? Probably, but I could have handled it far better and far more maturely. And see, and there you touched on another point that I wanted to bring home. Don't bring your personal struggles into your accepting or not accepting somebody else. You don't know their journey. You don't know their path. You do not. And bringing your, your personal struggles into that, you are creating an obstacle that is going to be really hard to overcome. 
because the problem is with yourself, not them. It becomes in, insurmountable. It does. Uh, as you do that. It does. So part of that, kind of the final point I have here is, as you go through this, you have to be willing to learn about others. You do. And no, you are never going to know 100% of their view. You're not. You're not going to know. You'll, you'll probably know. There's there's many friends. I know a large part of their struggle, but I mm-hmm. don't know every little thing. No. And, and I don't think won't. anyone ever 100% shows themselves to anyone. I don't know that it's possible. It's not. That's my... That's my personal statement on that, but I don't think it is. You know, kind of kind of tie a big bow on this. <laughs> Again, acceptance is not approval. It is not. It's... And you can have one without the other. I, I don't think we can stress that enough. And that was my biggest thing is how can we drive that home? I don't know that there's a way to other than just to keep bringing the point home that acceptance, approval, and agreeing are three different things, but yet we tend to tie them all together. Yet you can't they're, do they're, that. They're <laughs> similar. I, I think part of it's because the nature of the words are somewhat similar. They right? are. I, you know, you always have the, another cliche, agree to disagree. I just said it like four times. And <laughs> it, it's it's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. It, Absolutely. With you and your friend. To, oh, yeah. to say, you know what, we're, we're never going to meet in the mm-hmm. middle here. So we're just, we'll continue down the path where we're at. We're just not yeah. going to go on to that side of the road. Well, he was honest with me and I was honest with him. I said, Dave, does anything I say to you ever change your mind? He goes, no. And I'm like, well, nothing you say to me changes mine. So guess what? We're never going to agree. But do we want to be friends and hang out and be social? We absolutely do. So let's do it. Let's stop this nonsense. Well, I, I kind of tie it back to in school being a communications major. Mm-hmm. Critical thinking is one of the underlying when I approach projects, not all the time, most of the time, I, I'm pretty locked in on what I want to do, what I mm-hmm. want to discuss, the points, but I still have to go in and do the research. Right. Because I know without fail, my professors <laughs> are going to play devil's advocate on it. Of course they are. That's and what they're going to bring, do. and first couple classes I took, it pissed me off so bad. <laughs> It was just like, oh, why'd you have to do that? <laughs> and then I'm like, because they're they're forcing me to look at it from all sides. Mm-hmm. Anymore, I appreciate that. Yeah, that that's huge. It's it's tough, and and there's times where I have to stop myself and go back up. Yeah, I'm the same way. But I mean, part of that is just we get so caught up in our own, own mindset, we don't understand that there are probably a thousand and one different ways to look at a situation. And you're never going to understand that until you try to look outside of that. I will often be like, tell me, tell me more. A lot of people just kind of stop and go, why? <laughs> I don't like, want to tell you anymore. I'm like, well, I, I'm trying to figure out where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Why? There's a lot of people in my life that are used to the old me where I was far more <laughs> passionate and standoffish about things. Mm-hmm. Half the time, it'll either be that or I'll just be like, eh, this is where I'm at. And they're like, well, and I'm like, I'm not going to fight about it. It's just no. where I'm at. I'm, I'm done. That's kind of where I think both of us are right now in life. Maybe we're just trying to help change other people's perspective on it that way. When I see <laughs> people that don't know how to handle that. No. I'm going to plant my flag right here and I'm not moving it. And I know there will be people who will come back. Well, you just said you're doing the same thing. To a degree, but uh, I, it's yes like, no. okay, your flag's over there. My flag's over here. I, I'm okay with that. But see all the space between the flags? That can be space that we can agree to find our way to each other. 
And it it could be something else that we go and discuss. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I don't think things are usually beyond repair as far as relationships. On occasion, there'll be some, or maybe it's just a super, uh, I I hate using the term toxic, it's so negative. But there, there's there's sometimes just some things that don't serve either party. And so uh, it's unhealthy. A, okay. Unhealthy is much better. <laughs> As we go through this, I think it's important. Challenge. Go for it, Ian. Oh, me? Okay. Okay. So it is <laughs> Well, me. we both always write down one, but I assume you probably have a good one. Well, with mine, I want you to identify three things about yourself that you need to accept. <laughs> That's and what I wrote down. That's what's right here on the paper. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Maybe you need to start with surface level stuff. Yeah, and that's okay. I would rather you start there than try and tackle big, huge things. But that's also why I want you to start with just three. I'm not yeah. telling you to perfect everything. Right. After you've identified these three things, I want you to think about some people that you are really struggling with to have in your life. Mm-hmm. And think, if I make these changes, mm-hmm. how is that going to change or benefit my relationship with them? Yeah, that's great. And are there three things that I need to learn to accept or learn about them that would help in this process? Okay. I like it. I think that's a great challenge. So I'm going to do it myself. A little uncomfortable, a little challenging. It is. But you know what? I kind of like that. kind of gets me outside of that me bubble. (laughs) It's choose your own adventure in this. Choose your own adventure. (laughs) Let us know. We will see you next time. Have a great week, everyone.